0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Hey, it's Wendy and it's Jess, and you're listening to the
0: Food Heaven Podcast, your online resource for delicious and nutritious living. <laughs>
1: hey guys so for today's episode we are going behind the scenes of the food heaven cookbook we got a lot of questions about our cookbook, what we're doing, what it's about, what does it take to process a cookbook so we want to let you guys know exactly what the process was, give you the insider scoop and this will give you more insight to what it takes um, so just to give you guys some background on us we are registered dietitian nutritionist we've been doing our plant-based website Food Heaven Made Easy for the past five years and on our website we have a ton of recipes videos, nutrition information, and so it's kind of like a hub for people to come who wanna learn how to eat you know, more healthy plant-based meals and kinda of upgrade their diet and lifestyle in an easy and manageable way. So we've been doing this for about five years. We also work full-time as registered dietitians in a clinical setting, meaning we work in outpatient primary care clinics, helping people, counseling them one-on-one, on nutrition education and kind of also health help coaching them to help them make lifestyle changes so that's a little bit of background on our brand and kind of you know what aligns us to be able to you know put out this plant powered health reboot a
0: common frustration in our work is that people want some guidance they want practical tips for how to incorporate more plant-based meals into their lifestyle, how they can make this easier, um, whether they want to transition into being a vegetarian or they just want to eat more um, plant-based meals and still incorporate uh, animal uh, animal protein in there. Common challenges that we've heard from clients and patients have been not having enough time. That's a major one. We don't have enough time to prepare these meals, we don't have enough time to meal plan. Um, also not having any ideas for what they should be doing um kind of just recycling the same meals over and over again and it just becoming a boring and stagnant process in the kitchen um also not knowing where to start in terms of like what they should be getting at the supermarket, how they should be uh, you know preparing or reusing and recreating their meals throughout the week Um, and so based on all of these challenges we thought this would be perfect to create this book that kind of incorporates um, and incorporates really great ideas for how to overcome these challenges um, in ways that are time-effective and that also won't break the bank because that's a common thing um, that we hear that healthy eating is so expensive and that it's, it's only for a certain um, demographic, it's only available for a certain demographic of people and um, this book is our way of addressing all of these things.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And so about a year ago, um a publisher approached us, it was January twenty sixteen, about doing a book deal and I, this is like a dream of mine from since I was like literally probably in first grade. Um, My background is in journalism, I love writing. So when they sent us that email, we were super excited to see Food Heaven Made Easy Cookbook in the subject line of the email. Um, And we had been approached by a couple of publishers, especially over the last year. Um, But this one just seemed like a really good fit for us. They focused a lot on having beautiful photography Um, Which is really important to us having nice colorful pictures of every recipe in the cookbook and they just really liked our brand and our style and kind of our you know just what we're about. So we had meetings with them and we decided it would be a good fit and we came up with the concept for the book. And, you know, based on what Wendy said, like, some of the challenges that people face are that healthy eating just seems like something that's not for them, and it's too hard, and they need a little bit of guidance, but also need to have the liberty to kind of do their own thing as well. So the concept that we came up with that we thought would be most helpful for our readers and um, our clients that we work with is doing a sort of plant-based reset, um, It's not a diet. It's not something that, you know, doesn't have flexibility. Basically what the concept is, is we created 28 days worth of breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipes and also included snacks and drinks. And all of the recipes are simple. Some of them are a little more, you know, have a little more steps than others, but they're all like, you know, something that uh my eight-year-old nephew could do you know it's nothing that's complicated it requires a lot of technique um and you have like this whole book of these recipes and so the first week because we know people like structure we kind of create a meal plan based on the recipes um so that people can kind of have that guideline um when they get started then in weeks two, three, and four, we let the reader create the meal plan, which we thought was also, you know, effective in letting people realize that you know it does take you know maybe ten to like thirty minutes of you know looking through, deciding what you're going to eat. But this just makes it super simple and straightforward. And so there's meal plan templates that the reader can go through and choose you know exactly what they want to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for the um, second, third, and fourth week. And the cool thing about it is that each recipe, they yield different servings. So we have recipes that yield one serving and recipes that yield four servings and then also two and three servings. And so you can decide like, you know what, I don't want to make a different breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipe every single day. And I'm the same way. I would never make a different breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. We kind of recommend that people, you know, focus on Two to four, you know, different recipes for um, breakfast. Two to four for lunch. Two to four for dinner. And you can kind of go through the book and see. Okay, this do is yields three servings, so I can have this for dinner. Um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And this quesadilla is just one serving, and so this is perfect for a weekend when I have you know time to make just one you know quesadilla for for yourself. So that's kind of the concept that we came up with, and you know, we tried to make everything as simple and straightforward as possible, and so that idea resonated with the publisher as well, and we all decided that, okay, we're going to move forward with this plant-powered reset
0: and so now we'll talk a little bit about the process of creating the cookbook and coming up with um, the concept and the recipes and so like we said we knew we wanted to do plant-based recipes Um, and so we we were kind of going back and forth about you know where to start how to actually because we don't have any experience really like doing anything like this Um, and so we met a few times and we just spoke about the kinds of recipes that we wanted just ideas ideas, um, the kind of ingredients that we wanted to use, we wanted to make sure that ingredients were accessible to people that might not have Whole Foods or Trader Joe's around them. Uh, We wanted to make sure to incorporate the cost factor, making sure that these recipes aren't going to, like we mentioned earlier, break the bank. Um, and so we kind of just started jotting ideas we live by Google Docs so we just started putting everything in there ideas for breakfast lunch dinner and also gathering inspiration from recipes that we've done before recipes that we've come across um, and you know kind of like creating our own ideas based off of all of this inspiration around us Um, and so yeah we we started just writing tons of ideas down for Recipes that we would want to make, also recipes that are very close to our heart, like recipes that we grew up eating, um, and that are culturally relevant to us. Um, And so from there, we, you know, we that took a a bit of a while, kind of like approving each of our recipes because we had so many ideas, narrowing it down, um, figuring out, you know, which ones we actually wanted to develop. And um, so once that was done. We that's when the recipe development process started, which is uh, I would say one of the hardest parts mm-hmm. because you really have to tweak and um play around with the servings and all of that and um you want to make sure that it tastes good but you mm-hmm. also want to try to keep it as simple as possible right. and so that really took up most of the time recipe testing having other people taste the recipes to make sure that um you know it, it's not just like appetizing to our palate but this is something that you know other people would actually enjoy mm-hmm. and so we had a lot of our friends and family um you know tasting these recipes give us feedback. Based on that feedback, we would go back in there mm-hmm. and modify them again. Um, so it is a very uh, some, it was somewhat a tedious process, but it is very fun. You know, incorporating your friends into it and your family. And um, I would have like you know informal brunches at my house where I would have friends come over and uh, you know taste some of these recipes. So um, although tedious it was fun and it, but it was long and
1: um and yeah one yeah. other thing to add to that is everything we do we put the nutrition facts for every single recipe so you know there are sometimes I see like vegetarian or plant-based cookbooks out there and there's not necessarily like a regard for the calories and if somebody's trying to you know have filling like full healthy meals, but also, you know, not have a meal be 800 calories because for some of us, that's not going to help us maintain our weight. So that was another factor in everything that we did. And, and if we had to tweak things because it was too little calories or too many calories and most of the recipes in the book are about 300, 350 to like 550 calories. Um, so that people kind of you know, have an idea, and we also put protein for every recipe, so if there wasn't enough protein, we went back and figured out how to add more protein, um, carbohydrates, you'll see all the nutrition facts in every single recipe that we do.
0: Yeah, and also with that, the good thing is that we've been doing this for so long, just like, you know, trying out recipes and cooking and stuff like that, that thankfully, most of the recipes fell, you know, they fell within, like, the kind of like the ranges that we were aiming for for nutrients Mm -hmm. um because we did have a certain goal in terms of like we wanted each recipe to meet x calories x carbs fat protein whatever and so um you know we did have to do some tweaking on that end but it wasn't like um it wasn't as crazy as we initially thought it was going to be because just intuitively we kind of already knew uh how much to use of each ingredient mm-hmm. which was nice um so then you know we once the recipes were finalized which you know like i said took a
1: huge yeah, chunk probably of like time, four or five months
0: yeah um we we started scouting for photographers we were already scouting for photographers to work with us um only because you know we work full-time we don't have the capacity to shoot and style all of these recipes within the time frame that they that the publishers gave us to release the book, and so we thought it would um, it would be great if we could collaborate with a photographer um, that you know whose style matched kind of our style and what we saw the recipes looking like. Um, and so we found an amazing mm-hmm. photographer, Tony Tony Zernick, and we'll include her information in the link.
1: She's so good. If you ever need someone, <clears throat> excuse me. If you ever need someone, go to her. She's amazing.
0: Yeah, she's in the Bay Area, and um, she is great. She's amazing. Like her shots are just very clean and bright, and. You know, they include color, and and she's just a pleasure to work with. We mm-hmm. wanted this to be as easy as possible. We didn't want you know any headaches. A lot of times, like when you collaborate with people, um, it can just be a huge disaster,
1: um, or you can have different visions.
0: Yeah, um, and so with her, it was just very easy to work with her, mm-hmm. and she got where we were going with it. And so we worked very closely with her to, um, you know, come up with the concepts and the color um, palettes for mm-hmm. for the book and, um, you know, picking out the props and um, and all of that. And so she styled and shot the, the recipes. She's amazing. She did it within a very tight, tight timeline.
1: Um, she tempering. also did our cover which we absolutely love. It's like exactly what we wanted. And I mean, she just was somebody who pays attention to every single detail um, when it comes to the shoot and like, you know, like if there's a berry here or there, whatever, and like color palettes and schemes. So we were, we really lucked out with getting to work with Tony for our, for the photography for this cookbook. So now we're about seven months into the project. We finished the recipes. Tony, our photographer, has styled and shot all of the amazingly beautiful photos. And so now it's time for, you know. The editing. Um, so, first we went through a developmental editing phase where the publishers took a look at the manuscript, made notes on like organization, whether there was anything missing or confusing, and um, anything that needed to be improved or changed. And so, we did make some changes based on this. Um, the initial concept actually was to have the whole meal plan laid out week one, week two, week three, week four. But once we looked at it again, we're like, Nobody is going to want to do, you know, a different recipe for breakfast lunch and dinner every day. It became just too complicated we thought and like too overwhelming. And so we're like, you know what, let's let people decide what they want to do, how much they want to cook or how little they want to cook and reuse recipes for the weeks um, after the first week. So that was something structural that we ended up deciding after we submitted the first manuscript that we wanted to change. And so we did. And that's what, how we have our, um, our current you know, concept that is focused more on letting you, the reader, decide how you want to lay things out. So that was about a month-long process, then it goes through a copy-editing process, and during this time, the publisher has their professional copy-editors edit the manuscript, and so this is more, instead of, like, being organizational changes, this is more line-by-line for, like, clarity, consistency, spelling, grammar, typos, things like that. also, when you do a cookbook, you have to get endorsements. Um, you have to have people who are willing to come out and say that, you know, they've read your book and they they love it. They like it. They think it's going to be useful. So we reached out to um, three amazing dietitians that we love and look up to um, to help us to you know take a look at the manuscript and you know do an endorsement based on like how they felt after reading it and if they thought it was something that they could recommend um and we also reached out to a best selling author um who works in the area of sustainability her name's Anna LaPay not sure um if you've um if you're familiar with her and her amazing work um but she also you know took a look at the manuscript and was on board to do an endorsement for our book as well um, so that was part of the process um, so that readers can kind of, you know, see that we, we've we let other people take a look at the book and, you know, what they had to say about it. Um, so then, <laughs> so we have the developmental editing, we have the copy editing, we have the endorsements. Then there's a the design process, which was also about a month. So now we're in August. Um, so like August to September, and during this time, the designer lays out all the pages for the book, and she puts everything together—the text, the photos—and everybody at the publishing house kind of looks through, make sure everything looks good, and then they send it to us, and we can kind of say like, love this design, don't like this, love it, tweak this, like, um, to kind of make sure that it matches our brand. And we we made sure to you know give them like the fonts that we love that we use on our own website, so everything like the branding. And message was very consistent, so we love the design. Um, but that was until about mid September. Then <laughs> we have a process that's called author review, and that was two weeks. It was super intense um, because the, during this time, um, the the physical pages, like everything printed out at the publisher, was sent to us. Um, And this was for us to review one last time to make sure that the measurements were correct. Like we we said what we wanted to say. Like there was no like obvious errors that were missed. Um, And the crazy thing is because like Wendy lives on the east coast and I live on the west coast, we had, and it's two of us, not just one, we had, Wendy had to go through the pages and then she had to like ship it to me like overnight so that I could go through the pages. And then we had to ship it to the publisher overnight so that they would get it in time because it had to be there by September 29th, um, like, you know, midday. And so that was a super intense process, like reading through everything again. But I will tell you that after I read through the book, um, for, that, you know, that final, like, read-through, I was so excited, you guys. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, these recipes, we love them so much. I was literally, like... I think I'm going to do this reset, like, right now, you know, just for myself because everything was just reading the recipes again for that last time after being apart from it for, like, a couple months as the publishers did their thing. It just got us even more excited, and I'm, like, buying stuff to make the recipes. Um, And so that was just something that kind of reaffirmed that this is a product or, you know, a book that we really believe in. Um, And so the last thing that we – the last phase of the book, which is, like – September 20th, through publication, which is January 3rd, is that they the publisher, they integrate all of the changes, um, you know, into the book, and they send it to a professional proofreader, and they will read the pages, again, for any errors that, like, were missed after, like, everyone's eyes being on it, and it happens, because sometimes after reading something for so long, it's kind of easy, you know, you can... You're just looking at it for too long, and you can miss little things. Um, so they, you know, review all the pages uh, one last time. They do um, the indexing, so they'll do the index in the back, um, and, you know, another review. So that's kind of like what a process is like for creating a book, specifically a cookbook, step-by-step, step, um, and, you know, it's a it's a long process, but it's been super rewarding and fulfilling and like Wendy said, also really fun.
0: All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode on the process behind creating a cookbook. We are going to have a really, really fun lunch party Yes. in January for the new year. Not exactly on New Year's, but um, that week, that first week of January, and we would love to meet. All of you. Um, So we're going to make sure that we release that information as soon as the details are solidified. So just look out on our Instagram, our newsletter, sign up if you haven't already, um, on our website, foodheavenmadeeasy.com. And yeah, we would love to meet you all in person Mm -hmm. so that we can celebrate this really, really major accomplishment for Food Heaven.
1: Yes, and it's going to be in New York City, so you can like fly there, or if you already live there, that's awesome. But yes, the invitation is open, and like Wendy said, we'll let you guys know all the details. In the meantime, we would absolutely love, love, love it if you guys support us buying a copy of our cookbook. It's available wherever books are sold, so you can get it at Barnes & Noble's, any bookstore, or you can also get it online on Amazon.com, and you can pre-order it online right now, and we would absolutely love Love it if you could support by doing that um, for us. And we think you'll really like the book as well. And we are contemplating doing a reset with you guys. Um, because as I said, when I was going through the book, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this reset like as soon as it's published. And I even like was making the recipes like after you know, we looked at that that's that um final proof of the book. And so we're like, how fun would it be to do a you know month-long reset starting in January with folks who have purchased the book so um you know in the form of like webinars and you know we can give you guys suggestions for like different recipes to pick from the book to make for your meal plan um so if this is something you're interested in let us know and then we can definitely you know make sure we do it it would be like a weekly check-in maybe a Facebook group so we can all do this reset together I think that would be so fun um but thank you guys so much for listening um You know, if you like this podcast, make sure to like, um, rate it, share with a friend. Uh, We want to spread the healthy word to as many people as possible. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.